Little Piles of Crazy with Kirk Fox. I'm Kirk Fox. It is, I don't really know what day it is. It's, it's probably during the week. I, I see my birds working on the bird feeder. They seem to have their schedule. It's around 10 o'clock. The birds come in to eat. Oh, let me invite a few friends here. I'm going to go ahead and just invite. Good, good. So people have been invited in. Uh, as I was saying, the, the birds get the feeder from, I would say, 10 to 11. I think the squirrels attack the feeder earlier in the morning. That, that seems to be their, their schedule. This will be uh, a quick, just a quick moment in time. We had been talking about the horse show that I was preparing for down in Temecula, California. That is a city east of San Diego, Temecula. Not sure what it means. Uh, I think what it could mean is three hours from Los Angeles. On paper, it says two, but there seems to be a lot of people driving, which leads me to believe that, you know, they say COVID killed most of the world, but when you get in the car on a Saturday and start driving, you see that there's a lot of traffic. So I think there's still enough people out there. Bottom line, Temecula was a, I believe a success. I, I was contracted to bring jokes to a room. It was a tent. It was open. Uh, the sound was decent. There was probably a, a hundred people, uh, a few billionaires. Uh, the horse world seems to be, uh, there seems to be some money involved with regards to horses. They are expensive. I, I do know this because I had one for, I would say an hour once. I, I've talked about it. I, I bought one at a police auction and then realized I had no place to keep it, no way to transport it. And I ended up giving it back. So it was a $500 investment and uh, I lost that 500 pretty quick. But as a horse owner, for a few moments, I saw how expensive it was. But I went to Temecula. They wanted a clean set because there, there were children going to be involved. So I had to find a lot of jokes that didn't end with a blowjob or uh, ejaculating on uh, breasts, which seems to be my wheelhouse for most of my comedy lately. It seems to be the fact that I usually play a sex offender, that seems to be uh, my lane. But I did jokes from the past. I, I did most of that guy, which is a special I did on Showtime, which seemed to be clean enough. But at about 45 minutes in, I asked my employer, the, the person who had commissioned me to come to Temecula, are the kids gone? Have the kids left the room? 
And he looked around and he said, yes, let her rip. Now, when he said that, I, I, I realized that I had been unleashed as a human being. We, we, just, we just want no filter. But in life, we, we have to kind of stay in a lane or we end up in jail or on the street. But who knows? That might, I don't think jail is where I'd like to end up. But I often say I, I could probably live on the street if it's a cul-de-sac and I have a shade and maybe a house to, to just go into maybe once a day to shower and uh, clean up, maybe check the fridge. So maybe homeless isn't really what I'm after. Maybe I just want to live in the backyard of a house or maybe a guest house. Maybe I don't want to be homeless. But let's get back to Temecula quickly, just to wrap, wrap up the thought. And it may have been an hour in when I finally said, can I, just, can I just be free? It's like when a horse smells the barn. They just pick up the pace a little. You can really tell when a horse is almost home. And I think that's true with all of us. If we've been on a long journey, we, we know when we're almost home. Usually get home for food and shelter and maybe take a poop. That's pretty important. And I will say this, when I got to Temecula, I did have to evacuate my bowels. Uh, I don't want to be scatological, but it was important. They put me in a big trailer first, kind of like a, like a horse, but it was, it was a trailer where people live, I guess. But it's a, it's a big ranch, equestrian center. And then I was allowed to just do what I wanted. So for 15 minutes, I did the first 15 minutes of my new hour, which is called Little Piles of Crazy. That's just the title at this moment in time, but I, I might change it. So I probably did an hour and 15 minutes and an hour of it was clean enough for children. And then 15 of it was happiness. But I will say this, uh, the first hour felt like uh, a monologue and then the next 15 minutes, uh, I felt like I was talking with the room instead of at it. And that, that is what I come back to in this moment. Talk with the room, not at it. In anything you do, be with the room. As I feel I am right now, uh, this, this podcast, or I, I like to think of it as a podcast. I'm not really into labels. Uh, whatever that's called, that that's what I am. But I, I did my time. People laughed. I stuck around. There was a lot of dogs. Dogs seemed to love me. Dogs run free at equestrian centers. I think there was 100 people in the audience and 20 dogs, mostly border collies. Uh, there was a couple blue healers, which I know the name of a blue healer. Because my dad drove to California on a 1947 Indian chief with a little blue healer on his gas tank named Bruce, who wore goggles. And whenever Bruce turned around, my dad knew it was time for a pee. And Bruce would jump off that motorcycle and go take a pee. And then my dad would kick over the motorcycle and Bruce would come back and jump back on that gas tank. Uh, the great thing about a blue healer is uh, Bruce picked out my mother 
formed me. My dad was painting a house in La Jolla, California, La Jolla Shores. And Bruce took off down the ladder and ran down La Jolla Shores all the way to Black's Beach, which is a mile past Scripps. They have a little uh, Scripps Institute of Oceanography is in La Jolla. They have a kind of a, an annex down by the beach. But the dog ran past that, ran, ran around a corner and started barking at a woman. My dad chased the dog. Dog ran about a mile. My dad picked up the dog, looked at that woman and said, one day you will be my wife. And that was my mother. So Bruce picked out my mom, a blue healer. So when I saw these blue healers down in Temecula, I was excited. They seemed bigger than I imagined Bruce to be. So you know what? I got to be honest. It just came to me. It was a long time ago. It was not a blue healer. It was an Australian jumper. I don't know why I thought it was a blue healer. But that's the great thing about Colin. As we were talking, it just it just hit me that my dad drove out to California on a 1947 Indian chief with an Australian jumper on his gas tank, which is a smaller dog. And I have pictures of it. And maybe I will post one uh, eventually so you guys can all see. But one day my dad was uh, with Bruce and he kicked over that Indian that 1947 Indian chief motorcycle and Bruce did not come and he found Bruce and Bruce had been hit by a, a policeman had ran over Bruce and killed him. My dad put Bruce on the gas tank, drove him home, dipped his fingers in a little bit of the blood and wrote Bruce on a wall. And it, it remained there for the next 30 or 40 years, we all saw that word Bruce written. It was in the laundry room. Bruce, my dad buried Bruce in the backyard, but it wasn't a blue healer. It was an Australian jumper and that was Bruce. So that was it. That was Temecula. Three hours to get there, uh, two hours to return. I did not stay the night. Uh, I brought someone down with me, Erica Rhodes. She did some jokes before me. She was fantastic. And it was a success. Uh, any comments from my people? Uh, I see I have some listeners. Would anyone like to uh, say hello to Kirk Fox, the current host of uh, the room titled The Horses Laughed? Jack. Jack, how are you? Kirk Fox, discussing Temecula, California. Hey, Kirk, how are you? Jack. I mean, how is any, how is anybody, you just, you just decide how you want to be. Yeah, that's, that's the right kind of mindset to have about anything, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's just, it's whatever it is. Jack, I ride the middle. I'm not swayed by praise or blame. Nice. Uh, cool. Well, I have a question for you. Okay, Jack. Oh, at the end of this week, um, I'm a and I, well, there's a little, there's kind of a bad connection. Is that on your end? Uh, is this better? Yeah, there was just a lot of noise going on there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm walking to somewhere a little more quiet right now. Um, okay, that's that's re that's respectful for your listeners 
and Kirk Fox. I'm Kirk Fox. Hey, Kirk Fox. Uh, can you hear me better now? Am I good? Yes, Jack. Yes. Thank you for joining. Cool. So I'm opening for a comedian uh, on Friday. Uh, Wonderful. I was wondering uh, what Erica Rhodes did to make her opening for you uh, go so well. Well, it was just uh, a smooth delivery of, of comedy. And she was the first one up. And the room just, uh, it took a few minutes for them to just understand what was going on. I, I'm sure a lot of them didn't want to be there. Uh, it was at the end of the day. They had been out in the sun all day watching horses jump. And this, uh, this comedy show was put together by the person who, who put together the, the event. But they hung in there. And I like Erica Rhodes because she's smooth. She's quiet like I am. And it, it set a good foundation for me. So I, I would say, Jack, when you're opening for anybody, just be open. Just, just be open, period, and, and tell your jokes and be welcoming. Cool. Thank you so much. That, uh, that really helps a lot. I'll call in uh, after Friday and let you know how it goes. Hey, and, and Jack, like I said, the most important thing is, is just to be welcoming. Th don't forget to thank them. I, I would never attack them. It's, it's never really the audience. We can always change our angle. But slow it down. The, the show is just starting. Uh, remember, you, you can't get to the tits until you get the bra off. So it's just kind of a slow build. They're, 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 they're warming up as well. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Uh, I'm going to write yeah. that down and I'll look at it before I go up. All right, Jack. Good work. Thank you so much. See, that was exciting. Uh, someone came in. They had a question. I gave an answer. And I, I think I made their life a little better. And also, whoever was listening to that little uh, nudge, it might it might fit into their world as well. So I think the theme of today's talk is talk with the room, not at it. And uh, just talk to one person. Just look at the whole room as one. All right. Anybody else have anything to say? Any questions? Any comments? I, I do know just about everything. It may not be correct, but I'm pretty confident in my answers. Anybody? Kirk Fox, throwing it out there. I see names. Chase, how are you? Uh, people are leaving. That's understandable. A lot of pressure sometimes. Okay. Oh, last thing before I go. I'm often asked, uh, did you do any horse jokes? No, but I should have. Here, here's my three horse jokes. Uh, I've been around horses a lot, and I still have yet to find the radish. Okay, that to me is a, a joke. I think that's important. I'm curious, 
where the radish is on the horse. I'm not sure it would get laughter, but it's definitely thought provoking. My other horse related joke, uh, I make my money the old fashioned way by robbing stagecoaches. Okay, that's, uh, that's horse related. Uh, horses are involved. And also my third and final horse joke, and it's not even a joke. Man, when I say joke, I, it's just a horse thought. I connect words and sometimes there's laughter involved. I'm surprised so few horses get into commentating after their racing careers have come to an end. Okay, that's it. All right, you guys, thank you very much for your time. This was, this was wonderful. I think if someone listens to this, it will make their lives better. My name is Kirk Fox. Oh, one other thing. As things pop into my mind. Here's a joke I want to work on. I want to talk about how whenever I see discarded furniture along, alongside the road, couches, mattresses, sometimes they're stacked, I always slow down and I yell, get a room. I think that's important. Those are good words. And then I would say this. I almost got arrested recently. And I would tie it into a previous joke. The tag would have been, uh, I almost got arrested recently. And it wasn't for jacking off on my neighbor's skylight. That's the joke before the other joke. So there would be laughter there. And then I would say, if you're going to grab a discarded couch off the road, make sure it's not in front of a furniture store. The other day I saw a beautiful couch just uh, on the side of the road. It was in, wrapped in plastic and I thought it had fallen off a moving truck. I, I called a friend and, who had a truck and I said, meet me at this spot. And he did. And we started loading up the couch and suddenly police were there. And I was going to be arrested for stealing the couch. I didn't know we were in front of a furniture store. The owner of the store came out. And he said I, I would be arrested unless I bought the couch. And I did buy the couch. And I didn't feel so bad about it because uh, a month earlier, I had grabbed a dining room table and a, a set of chairs from the exact same spot. So I felt pretty good about the investment. Okay, that's good comedy. Uh, any comments from anybody? Is anybody listening? Well, I see a thumbs up. That to me is, uh, okay, a couple thumbs up. Okay, and a heart. Okay, those are, those are hellos. Those are hellos. No one, no one has to get involved here. Okay, I'm, I'm checking out, but this was, uh, this was a good time. I feel I, I did my job. Looks like I've I've been here for almost 20 minutes, which is to me a a perfect a perfect amount of Kirk Fox. All right, you guys, have a good day. I survived Temecula. The horses laughed. Thank you, Kirk Fox. Over and out.